From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, January 18th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. A few dozen protesters, some in tactical gear and carrying weapons, staged a peaceful protest at the Ohio State House yesterday. Stephanie Stanovich reports. Ohio State Highway Patrol Staff Lieutenant Craig Svetton tells us there were no issues. The perfect example of how people can come together, voice their opinions. While not being sure of what was to come, the crowd was a bit smaller than what most expected. As for the upcoming days, you can expect to see an increased presence of law enforcement, some of our other partners being the National Guard, Columbus Police, department. It's all about collaborating together, whether that be between law enforcement partners, state or city leaders, and community members. Reporting in Columbus, Stephanie Sanovich. Some teens in Columbus who participated in civil rights protests this summer say Martin Luther King Jr. Day has more meaning to them now. Krista Frost spoke to a high school senior in Columbus. Teens say that the weight of this day, it's the heaviest that it's been in their lifetime. And I talked with Brianne Lovelace and she says her plans for today are to watch a historical movie with her family and then have a nice dinner talking about the events of this past year and trying to figure out where they move forward. I feel like we're repeating history in a way because Martin Luther King led the marches and we're protesting for our rights all over again. Krista Frost in Columbus. It's a big week for Ohio with the next rollout of the vaccination plan. Angela Ann has details. Beginning tomorrow, about 800 locations will provide the vaccine for people over the age of 65. However, the first subgroup of this phase will be for anyone over the age of 80. Every week, that will then expand to another age group. Now, people in this high-risk age group account for 87% of the deaths related to the coronavirus here in our state. I'm Angela Ann. A northwestern Indiana man has been arrested in connection with a murder and sexual assaults that happened around two decades ago in Ohio. Eric Brown has more. 54-year-old Kenneth Marshall of Hammond, Indiana, was arrested last week after a DNA sample matched DNA from several cases in Toledo. 19-year-old Krishana Logan was raped and killed in her apartment in April 2000. That August, a 17-year-old girl was kidnapped and raped, while a 13-year-old girl was also kidnapped and raped in October 2000. Marshall's DNA was taken after an arrest in Indiana in November 2020. Marshall is currently awaiting extradition back to Toledo. Eric Brown, ONN News. Two Kent police officers are recovering after a shootout with a suspect in a home invasion. For more, we go to Michael Kelly. Kent Police Lieutenant Michael Lewis confirms that two officers sustained minor injuries after exchanging gunfire with a suspect after a young woman called 911 to report a break-in at her home around 8 a.m. on Saturday. Lewis says the suspect was also shot in the abdomen and will be taken into custody after recovering from surgery. He faces charges of burglary, assaulting police, and more. Since officers were involved, the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation is reviewing that incident. Michael Kelly, ONN News. The Ohio Democratic Party is hoping two historic picks last week can restore its candidates' fortunes against the state's dominant Republican Party while also healing internal party divisions. Dave James reports. The choices of Elizabeth Walters as its first female chair and Malik Hubbard as its first black interim executive director followed a bitter clash with the Ohio Legislative Black Caucus, which accused the party of taking black Ohioans' votes for granted without giving them a real voice. Walter's election means both Ohio's major political parties are now run by women. Republicans re-elected their chair, Jane Temkin, Friday. Dave James, I went in news. 
Somebody attempted to destroy a Catholic church overnight in Toledo. That church was built in 1931. Zainab Shaib has more. Toledo police are looking for a person responsible for vandalizing and trying to set the Rosary Cathedral on fire overnight. By the door, it says Jesus is black. There's also more graffiti along the church as well. Now, this happened shortly before 2.30 this morning in the Old West End. Toledo Fire Rescue tell us that they pulled up and saw that the front doors were on fire. Crews quickly put out the flames. The police couldn't tell us any identification of the suspect at this time. Reporting from the Old West End, Zainab Shaib. Ohio State star quarterback Justin Fields announced this morning he will be leaving the Buckeyes to enter the NFL. More from Molly Brewer. Fields said in part, quote, growing up, my dream was to one day play the game that I love at the highest level. Now, thanks to God's grace and mercy, along with the help from all of you, I am in the position to turn that dream into a reality. And for that reason, I am foregoing my senior year and declaring for the 2021 NFL draft. This comes one day after running back Trey Sermon announced he too would be entering the NFL draft. Molly Brewer in Columbus. The Kansas City Chiefs will face the Buffalo Bills for the AFC Championship after beating the Cleveland Browns yesterday 22-17. Dave James has more. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes left the game with a concussion in the third quarter, but 35-year-old backup Chad Henney helped ice the game with a long third-down scramble and a daring fourth-down completion with just over a minute left. Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield says it's hard to lose. But, you know, trying to find the positive out of it. Uh, we're, we're setting a new standard here. And to, you know, everybody's saying in the locker room, continue to, uh, continue to tell guys that we're going to be back. Dave James, I went in news. And to the east of Columbus, there's another setback for the seven-story building that looks like a giant handbasket, which was once the home of the Longaberger Basket Company. Angela Ann explains. Developers intended to turn the basket into a boutique hotel. Sears Enterprises canceled that project now, saying the pandemic just put too much of a strain on company finances. So the basket is back on the market once more for $6.5 million. A far cry, though, from the $32 million it cost to build it back in the late 90s. I'm Angela Ann. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.